On today's episode, we talked to Johnson Bruto with Brute Force Strategies. He's your health insurance guy. And we talked a little bit about everything. His long hair, his Netflix binges, and uh, I don't know what else. I kind of forgot. This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. All right, Jonathan, welcome to the podcast. And just so you know, we always like to ask an easy, an easier question. We get in, it's become complex, very uh, thought-provoking stuff later, don't worry. But we like to ask mm. a very intro-level uh, question, very easy, very, um, sometimes could be humorous. Um, so we were texting this morning when I was telling you, like, hey, we're going to be on video. And you're like, okay, uh, do I need to get a, what do I need to do? And I said, you said, do you need a shower or something like that? Yeah, I said, do I, do I need to shower and, um, I don't know, put on deodorant or something like that. Yeah. And I said, no, you just need axe and a ponytail. Um, and so <laughs> for those of you who are watching on video, Jonathan is, um, he's in the health insurance industry and he's an insurance guy. Typically, he's not your he is our insurance guy, both Christian and I, um, and he's not your typical health insurance guy for a lot of reasons, but also his appearance. Most health insurance people you see have like short hair, they wear certain things. Jonathan's right now rocking some sandals and has some longer hair. And I was just curious, um, have you always had long hair before? Because when I met you, you had short hair, but you had long hair. Is like, is that a statement you're trying to make against health insurance or insurance <laughs> in general? Or do you? Well, so I started out in the insurance industry working for a insurance company a life insurance company based out of new york you can do that math yourself okay and um those guys uh kind of all run around in the same suits and the same haircuts and i decided that i didn't want to continue in that mold and then my other thing is is that i'm also growing it out and i'm not going to cut it until the cowboys win the super bowl Oh my gosh, I did not know the story behind that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this thing's going to be touching like lower back. <laughs> You're a huge Cowboys fan? I am. But yeah. you were, you're not from Dallas. So, no, I was uh, born on the East Coast. Okay. Lived in San Diego for 18 years, but I kind of grew up here. So, oh, okay. So, you, from, from seven to mid 20s, I grew up here. So, okay. Makes sense then. Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Dang. Wow. Um, whenever that happens, um, so we're recording this now as a video. That's that. I feel like that's going to be a really good video for us to bring you back on the podcast or a video when show. Cow- yeah, when when the Cowboys could be win. next year, it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, could be. Yeah, I mean anything's possible. <laughs> you know, my wife's hoping that it's next year. Gotcha. Yeah, so she's not. A, she's probably not a huge, huge fan. I'm no. guessing. No, your hair's longer than hers though, right? Um, it's getting there. Yeah, oh. it's probably close. Dang. All right. So anyway, we're going to talk about uh, brute force strategies today. We're not going to necessarily talk about um, the hair every time. But if you guys are interested, you guys should definitely wait till the end to find out more about Jonathan and reach out to him to, for some health insurance stuff and to talk about hair. But um, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about uh, your company, brute force strategies. So well, I, I started in the business, like I said, with a life insurance company, and. Uh, really struggled at that. I actually was originated in the automotive repair business. Hmm. So obviously completely different things. Connected. But, but oh, I, no. was, yeah. I was <laughs> spending 60, 80 hours a week at a repair shop, uh, running repair shops, training guys. And uh, my wife said she's pregnant. So I said, okay, I'm quitting my job. Wow. Because I uh, 
I didn't. I have five kids, and I didn't want to miss another one growing up. So I decided I was going to do something different with my life, and I put my resume out there, and insurance companies started calling me. Hmm. So I kind of got into the insurance business by accident. And um, a year ago, I went out on my own and um, became an independent agent, and it's been great. Best decision I made. Just to switch off completely uh, from the other insurance agency? Well, yeah, going from a captive situation where I really only had one product to sell to an independent um, perspective where I can really have a lot of different options and really help people find what's a good fit for their need. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, or was it ever a dream of yours to, like, own your own business, or was that never a thought? (laughs) You know, I've I've always, always been a hustler of... by the time I was 10, I was mowing yards. I was pushing lawnmowers down the street. Had a lawnmower and a weed eater and a 100-foot extension cord and a broom. Nice. And um, so, I mean, I had 15 yards when I was a kid. Heck, yeah. And uh, I don't know why we never exchanged that because I started mine when I was nine. Like, very similar situation. Um, and I don't know how that never came up with. Well, my folks wouldn't give me any money. Yeah, same so here. So if, if I wanted something, <laughs> they were like, well, go go figure out a way to make some money. So. Right, you're forced into entrepreneurship. Yeah, exactly. So hmm. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, I think that, uh, what was it? You know, I guess sometimes it's the best thing for starting a business is you're kind of like forced into it a little bit. Because before, I guess, with the other insurance agency, they kind of treated it as it independent or not independent, but like you were, you still ran it as your own like business or? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, basically the insurance business is a you eat what you kill business. So there was no base salary or anything? No. no. Really? So, yeah, I went from a six figure, six figure income over in the automotive repair business to a uh, eat what you kill situation and uh yeah after a year and a half over there my wife said i appreciate you teaching people about money but we're out <laughs> can, you, <laughs> can you go figure out how to make some yeah uh, dang wow and i guess yeah i guess just from net because we met at a networking group and that's you mm-hmm. you had been with that company um for a little bit but yeah. um yeah ever since i've known you and i think even just introducing to christian it's always been with health insurance right mm-hmm. yeah cool um so you fell into this you're actually like some of our questions you kind of like elaborated on so you didn't necessarily choose the insurance business it's kind of like you fell into that but why like the insurance you're telling people about money it doesn't have necessarily to do with health insurance so why did you make that pivot to health insurance versus just staying with like a financial advisor and going that insurance route or auto insurance rather well so in my mind when i got into the financial business i was like great because all these guys that I've been working with for the last 20 years in the auto repair business really need help with financial planning. What I found was that they really just wanted to buy beer, cigarettes, and tools and didn't want to do anything with financial planning. Um, But what they really shared with me mostly was that, hey, I can't even afford my health insurance, so I really need help there. So that's kind of how I made that transition into the health insurance business. And it's really allowed me to kind of do both now because now I can create bandwidth in their budgets from health insurance and then help them make some decisions about uh, the other stuff. Yeah. 
And speaking of bandwidth, I think that, uh, I think, I know you've at least saved us $300 and you would think my, my wife's a nurse, you would think we'd have really good health insurance and it's really good for her. I think it's like $70 a month for her and it's like amazing health insurance for her. But then when you add me, it's like 600 yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, some of the places that you would you would think would have really great plans. School districts, you would think that just have a great plan and um they they are good for the for the teachers usually, but then for the families, same situation. So does Megan have good uh, so Christian's girlfriend is uh a teacher. teacher. I think yeah, I think she has something decent um in place. But like if she ever had a family, like it probably wouldn't be good for them or Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, I can tell you how much it would be to add family. Yeah. It's it's the same. It's, it's the same thing. Six hundred for a spouse and another six hundred for dang. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh dang. Okay. So if you're a teacher, this is kind of not a segue for them, but if you're a teacher and you're paying too much for health insurance, give Jonathan a call. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about his number later. <laughs> um what what do you think it's the the number one thing that you enjoy the most with what you're doing right now? Boy, I really think um, just being able to help people and people are getting crushed by their their uh, healthcare bills mm-hmm. and really being able to create that flexibility in their budget really uh, it makes a big difference for people. Mm-hmm. You know, you you might save you guys three hundred and I might save another family twelve hundred dollars a month. So I mean, it's wow, it's a big deal. Yeah, twelve hundred dollars. That's a that's a lot of money. I mean, you can get a couple jet skis or a boat or a new <laughs> truck or whatever with that. Mm-hmm. Dang, yeah, that's. Uh, I guess you're making more of a like an actual impact for for us. I guess we help other people's businesses grow, which makes an impact on theirs. But yours is literally like this is our our family yeah. and saving us money, but also like hey, if we go to the doctor, we're not going to be paying a million dollars out of pocket. Yeah. Um, now, kind of a let's move a little bit to a segue. We. Um, we follow you on social media. Um, I think, well, I think I'm following you on both Facebook and Instagram. I don't know if you have a Twitter or not. I don't necessarily follow I you do. there. You do have one? Yeah. Um, what, is, what is your favorite one or have you, like, uh, for business or, like, your clients, like, what's your favorite social media to, like, interact with or that you enjoy the most? Um, I get a lot of interaction on LinkedIn. Oh, I would not have um, guessed that. And I get, uh, I think because I've really been on LinkedIn a while and uh, I really, I started in the business using LinkedIn. So I really developed some relationships on LinkedIn and then uh, Instagram, surprisingly, I didn't think was going to be good for me, but the more I, the more I seem to post and start to learn the whole hashtag thing and kind of tagging people, it's really, it's been, it's been good. Do you do stories at all on there, or a little bit, a little, a little bit? bit. Nice. Still playing around with it. Nice, and that's we're we're just playing around too. There was a new update yesterday or two days ago where you can add like lyrics to like stories. So you know, you pick your favorite, whatever your favorite. Who's your favorite artist? Who do you listen to? What's what's in your car right now? Oh, man, playlist. Yeah, what's that to, playlist? I listen to a lot of stuff. Um, but right now, if we go to your car and you're like, okay, this is it. I bet if you if you popped open my Spotify on my phone right now, there's Pitbull. No, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we see you over there. <laughs> <laughs> we see you over there. Okay, so playing some Pitbull. But you say, for example, you pull up a, a song by 
by Pitbull, it it will show the song, but it also show the lyrics. So it could be you in the background, and then it will show the lyrics to the song or whatever. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a new new feature. We don't have it yet, or at least I don't have it yet. I've um, seen some people do it, but I haven't checked if I. I found the the face the Facebook camera mm-hmm. that you can have, you can film a video and add a song to it. And do you have that one? No, Facebook camera. Yeah, is a different app. It's. Or is it it prompt, Facebook prompted me to download the app. Really? I'll show it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely something that I haven't seen. Let's see, that's, that's the crazy thing is like with social media, I mean, with health insurance, you got new plans and new things like that. With social media, like, I mean, w- I feel like we're pretty on top of it as far as like new things that are coming out, but I have not even heard of that. Like, there's so many crazy yeah. things. Yeah. So, LinkedIn, around. that's a good place to connect with you. And then also Instagram. I can see that though. Instagram just has the numbers. Um, very good visual and you at least on LinkedIn you don't necessarily use it as much um, but I know specifically on Facebook and stuff you use a lot of the your daughter um, and kind of family oriented which is kind of plays right into the role of the health insurance stuff yeah and well I, I can tell you that I get much more engagement on she's stuff pretty my daughter's sure. doing yeah <laughs> <laughs> she is she's my tiny little angel but you know I, I post something business and I, I don't get much engagement but people go crazy over her so yeah she's, whatever keeps the eyeballs there yeah that's good now you just need her to come work for you and like maybe start like because how old is she now uh she'll be four in november okay so, so make sure she's at least five she needs to have some kind of childhood so five she can start working for you and then your business <laughs> should just blow up <laughs> is that what you have planned in the future for mine <laughs> oh yeah yeah so well, you know if you use your children for advertising then you so you might talk to your cpa about that but <laughs> Why? That's what happens? Tell us. What happens? So you can you, you can use your you can pay your child as a uh, ten ninety nine contract. Yeah. How old do they have to for be for adver- advertising? <laughs> Any age. Any age. Okay. Well, we may use that because. Um, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not an accountant, so please ask your CPA. <laughs> yeah. There's big blinking red lights right going on right now. Hello. We are not accountants. We are not accountants. Um, but yeah. So my daughter's due in September. I figure by May or June of next year we could start using her for advertising. Uh, uh, All right. What, how do you currently advertise your business? Um, so I do. I just do a lot of posting right now. I really haven't mm. spent a ton of money on advertising. I've been. Uh, it doesn't have to be just online. It could be anything else that you do. I do a, I do a little paper. Um, it's called the Coffee News, the Dallas Coffee News. So I advertise in that. Where's that like distributed at? So it sits around at coffee shops, auto repair shops, um, different places where people are kind of sitting, waiting for mm-hmm. their food or waiting for their car, maybe a dentist office. Have it's, you gotten business from that? Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten a couple of deals from that. That's hmm. cool. Is it like a good picture of you, or like, do you, what's no, the it's what's just the a little? It's just a little uh, little ad. And hmm. That's true, though. If you're just sitting there, I mean, a lot of people jump on their phone, but I do grab a magazine or something if they're out of place. Yeah, that's, that's a good spot. I've never heard of that. Have you heard of that thing? Mm-hmm. He'd probably be good to have on the on your podcast at some point. The the guy from that. Yeah, yeah. Introduce us. That'd I be will. cool. Cool guy. Good connection. We don't do any print advertising, so. Uh, no way, shape, and form would we be doing that. But I, I like that idea, though, where that spot. Um, <clears throat> so speaking of advertising, um, and specifically online, like you said, you haven't done too much online marketing. You've done some offline that's been successful, which is good. Um, what's the biggest struggle that you have with online marketing then? 
I think getting keeping my website up to date because there's always so much changing is uh, a big deal. I think at, at some point I'm going to have to probably hire somebody. Yeah, we to, know uh, a couple of people. Uh, I, know, I know a few. <laughs> so. What's, what do you mean it's always changing then? Well, the business is always changing, so there's always new plans out there, and there's always new there's new content as far as um, just health insurance stuff. I mean, there's it's just always changing. So, I mean, they've, they've lifted some regulations, so there's new companies coming to the market. So it's... Uh, so when you say that, can people, like, like not right now, but, like, let's just say, like, you can actually go to your website and you could see the different plan options from that? Or is that like, is it more just like information about like, if you're a family, this is the types of plans that you should get into or what's... Yeah, yeah but that's that's constantly a, a moving target. Gotcha. And there's always new options. And mm. so it's uh, kind of finding the... There's no perfect plan. I wish there was, so you kind of have to... Take the best of everything. I, I, always, I always start with the need first, what they need as far as health insurance, and then we start go to budget and then we kind of try to blend the two together and get them as close as you can but uh seems like all of them have a little a little hole in them somewhere yeah i think that's what you do well with with me anyway is like hey look you know are you healthy how much are you going to go to the doctor what's your budget how what's this and like literally customizing a plan specific for you or specific for me because I mean, that's, that's the most important part. Like, look, if I go to the doctor six times a year, then I'm, that's going to be completely different than if I go once for an appointment. It's like, mm-hmm. I, it's really hard for me to pay. I'm not going to say how much I pay, but I'd pay, I don't pay too much, which you should definitely contact Jonathan for. But, um, so it's, it's really hard for me to keep handing over money if I'm like, I'm not using this. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also the customized plan, you, you know, my plan well enough that I could just, uh, go and talk to you about it. Like when I, the one time I did go to the doctor, I was like, "Sweet, I'm glad this is all covered." It cost me like twenty bucks. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, a lot of people now, um, we we put the teledoc or the, uh, you know, the the one eight hundred call your doctor mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. on almost all of them, and uh, people use that a lot. It saves them from having to go hang out at the at the nasty doctor's office with a bunch of sick people and. Uh, so they can just call an 800 number and say, hey, I got a sinus infection. And they'll usually call in a prescription for you. So Nice. Easier ac- so you give people easy access to, to drugs. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so what does uh, 2019 look like for, for your company? Um, well, we, we wrapped up 2018 really strong and... Um, I, th- I think l- last year we saved people about seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Um, seven hundred fifty thousand. So our, our goal, our goal this year is to help people save a million. So, um, holy we're just cow! Gonna, we're just going to keep raising the bar for ourselves and keep helping people save money. And you know, that's. Uh, I'm only three hundred or so. Of that that's a, that's a lot of people to be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. And I mean, you do a lot of networking. I know. That's how, yeah, that's how we met. Um, Do you go to, I mean, what's a day to day, um, a day in the life (laughs) look like? (laughs) Phone calls, reading books, um, um, phone calls, reading books. (laughs) But, you know, I tell people really a lot of what I do is I just get out there and shake hands and kiss babies and 
somewhere in somewhere in between I make some money. So mm. yeah. You know, it's just out there building relationships and you know, somehow somehow that brings brings money to the table for the family. So that's that's all that matters there. So <clears throat> yeah, so Christian talked a little bit about it um when when he was talking about that. <laughs> it made me think of um you obviously did something very similar. Were you doing something similar with uh, the other insurance company before you went to health insurance? Um, or what do you what do you attribute the success for the health insurance route? Like you said, I mean, I know people need it, but people need help with money too. But like, did you change your strategy, or what do you attribute the success with the health insurance route? I think just being in the game long enough to kind of figure it out. I mean. You know, in the automotive industry, you just had customers come in the door. They either called you or they showed up on a tow truck or, you know, it's they pushed their cars in the, into the parking lot or whatever. But um, so I really had no experience finding my own clients. So mm-hmm. that was really a, the, um, the curve for me. The learning curve was learning how to find who my prospective clients were and get in front of them. So. So do you know what that is right now? Like who really defined, like who's the perfect person for you or the perfect group or whoever? So like who is that perfect client for you? Um, I do I do a lot of individual um, coverage. So ICs, 1099, okay. contract labor. Um, I mean, that's so realtors. Almost all realtors are kind of on their own as far as uh, health insurance goes. So and any, anybody that's in a the... I call it the eat what you kill industry. You know, they're, they're pretty much all on their own. So that's true. And I, I don't think I've ever heard you bring that up. Usually you have some kind of cool story about, um, something hitting a windshield or, uh, (laughs) you know, some kind of crazy health insurance or like how much you save somebody from, but I don't think I've ever heard you talk about specifically like realtors. Cause I just, I mean, for me, that just gets my mind rolling. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like they're, feast or famine basically like and they do need consistent health care it's not like oh this month i'm gonna have health insurance and next month i'm not and month after that i'm gonna have health insurance but i think that's a i mean that's a really good way to kind of look at it is those those independent contractors those 1099 people um and just talking out loud i think that's i may be able to actually send some people your way that because of that that's a good awesome good place to be um i think before you were asking about what type of questions we're gonna ask this one, it's about the purchase. So what purchase of $100 or less has most positively impacted your life? It could be in the last six months or recent memory. Purchase of $100 or less. Yep. Yeah. Did we stump you for a second? Hmm. Well, basically any technology stuff, I usually get hand-me-down from my wife. <laughs> so... <laughs> So you didn't purchase it, so that, that doesn't count. Okay, what else we got here? Um, has significantly impacted my life. Man, I don't know. I'm not a shopper kind of guy. I'm uh, These flip-flops that I have on, because <laughs> I, I tore up my last pair, right. you know, but... Um, that counts, I guess. Yeah. yeah. How has that flip-flops. positively impacted your life? It allows my feet to air out, <laughs> and... Um, it reminds me every day that I probably need to take somebody up on going and getting a pedicure. I've been I've been a little bit opposed to going and get a pedicure, but Wait. apparently apparently it's something that I'll enjoy. You you've never nope. had a pedicure. 
Wow. Um, so Christian gets them, I think, like once or twice a month, usually. Um, he stepped away from the microphone to check on a camera. So at this point, I'm just going to kind of roll with this, uh, with how many, how often he gets pedicures. No, I only got it once, and it was Once per month. It was life-changing. It was life-changing, yeah. No, so why only once, then? Um, I went with a girlfriend. and With uh, a girlfriend or your girlfriend? No, with the girlfriend. Oh, okay. That sounded like you said a girlfriend. No, like, oh, yeah, I got another one. Girlfriend. Um, yeah, she introduced me to it, and uh, I think she gets it maybe like once a month or something like that. And Manny's, too. Yeah, Manny's hands. Manny's and petties. Manny's and petties. That's the, that's the term. So after this, guys, we'll, um, you know, call John's for any health care needs and uh, health insurance needs, and then we're all going to go get uh, petties, right? Is that petties? Yeah, petties. petties. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so this is a... This could be a tough question. Maybe not. I don't know. Prepare yourself. Let's get that going. Um, so in the last five years, what's a new belief, behavior, or habit that has most improved your life? Oh, by, by far reading books. Really? Reading books. I was not uh, much of a reader before I got into um, being self-employed. And so I think that was, uh, was kind of key. Would uh, any book that st- stands out for you? Thinking R- Grow Rich is always a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the Seven Habits of oh, yeah. Successful People. Seven Habits of Highly Effective uh, People highly by effective Stephen Covey. People. I think the the first one I read was uh, Tony Robbins' Unlimited Power, which hmm. was really it was pretty in depth for a first first read. Right, this is my first dive into yeah. business books. Yeah, I mean, or it's, it's it's a big book too. It's yeah. a big book. I don't think Tony Robbins writes small books. It's, I wrote, really, it's really technical. <laughs> we sorry. have one over there. That's, um, I think it's over. It's down over there. Uh, Money Master of the Game. So I read that. That's his new one, right? Yeah. No, he has a new one. It's a lot shorter because a lot of people complain that Money Master of the Game was like five or six hundred pages or something, and it was super long. And you have to really like you know he goes really in depth, um, and I love that stuff. But I can see how a lot of people are like, mm, got halfway through, I'm out. Um, but his new one's like 200 pages, and it's very like. Look, do this, don't do that. I'm not going to explain a bunch of it. Nice. But, um, yeah, Tony Robbins is a very good... Somebody just gave me one um, last week, uh, the Black Book of Connections, or... Hmm. I think that's connected to the red... Yeah, the Little Red Book and the Little Black Book. Yeah. uh, Because there's a Little Red Book of Sales you should definitely check out. I've seen that one. I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I think it's the same guy. It's got a Little Black Book of connections i think yeah he's he's amazing uh plus he's got like is it got like little picture like little quotes or something yeah, like that in it there. looks like it's gonna be pretty easy to blow through yeah it is um but it's definitely like he wants him like that just for really good feel uh when holding the book but also like um you can just kind of take it with you anywhere it's kind of like your little sales bible or whatever like it's um cool. it's really good interesting do you, do you have like any structure when it comes to like reading the books and getting them digesting them or whatever or is it more of a whenever you have a free time you just pick up the book and start reading no i have or to how did you develop I, I schedule habit? i schedule it okay i schedule it in my in my calendar so like, like from this time to this time yeah to read yeah interesting yeah otherwise you just get something yeah, gets in the I mean, way there's too much other stuff happening i get i get sidelined by facebook all the time oh yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you <laughs> that helps us <laughs> we thank you <laughs> Somebody else said that. Uh, my, my wife will say, "Can you go get me a glass of water?" And then I'll I'll pick up my phone, and all, all of a sudden I'll be on Facebook, and she'll be like, "Whoa, what about <laughs> the water?" <laughs> it's like twenty minutes later. 
Thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> um, another book you should check out, though, it's called Atomic Habits by uh, James Clear. It's really, really good. Atomic Habits. Habits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really good. Um, all right. So I feel like this is uh, something that a lot of people talk about, or at least they think about. And I think that Christian and I have, I know that Christian and I have talked about it before. It's like, um, what do you think that you wish you would have known when you first started that you know now? You're like, okay, if I would have just known that, I would be in a completely different space, like, or be doing something completely different, or I'd be so much farther ahead. Mm. I think never let your foot off the gas. I, th- I think when I first when I first started in the business, you know, you'd get to a point where things were good, and then you'd kind of back off, and then it's like going to a stoplight. So you come to the stoplight, and then now you got to start all over again. Mm-hmm. So I think just always, always staying on the gas is that's a good visual for me too. And I've never really like thought about it that way. But mm-hmm. we've talked about that before, at least. Yeah, at some at some point in our company, we did the same thing. We were like, okay, this is too much. Let's just like let go. And now we look back at it, and it's definitely a mistake. We should definitely just keep marching forward. If if it's too much work, then let's hire someone else. Like let's yeah. let's just yeah, always or, keep and going. at least pound pound through the workload until you yeah. Because I mean, it's it doesn't always stay on all the time. Mm-hmm. So right, yeah, it goes. I mean, business steps and flows for everybody. There's always yeah. a busy season or a busier season. Um, but yeah, that's something that we had to learn too. But I like your analogy of like the, I really can't see like the, the pedal on the gas, like putting the foot on the gas. It's good. What do you think it's something that you failed at and how did you learn from it? Something I failed at and how to wash a lot of things. (laughs) Um, but as far as business wise, Mm -hmm. If you have a personal one, you can talk personal too, you know, or two or both of them, you know, there's no prejudice here. We'll keep it to business. I'm on my third marriage, so we'll let, we'll let you do that math yourself. <laughs> I can tell you that the third time has been a charm. Um, but as, as after you get the person, the water, right? <laughs> exactly. I think, I think really finding, finding what I was going to focus on with my business. I mean, cause the, starting out I was kind of all over the place and I didn't know what I was doing like I said and just kind of really really narrowing it down to you know I mean I do a lot of things but I really focus on health insurance yeah and so I uh, I think that's I failed on that early on yeah I think it's hard for people to understand like you know if we sold um, or if we did like print, like with business cards and stuff too, it's like, oh, this, these guys do your digital marketing they also do your print and oh yeah, by the way, they also sell AT&T and they also do IT. Like, I think people would just be super confused for us, but for you, like, I just know you as like, hey, if you need health insurance, you call Jonathan. Like that's the, anything that makes it easier f- to sell to other people too is because they're like, oh, what does he do? It's like, look, he just he does the health insurance, just call him and it's easier to sell for me that way. Um, versus like, oh, well, he does health insurance. I know, I think he dabbles in a little bit of this, but he does a little bit of that and does a little bit of this. And, um, I just know personally, cause we go to the networking group and you probably like, you know, ears are bleeding now. Cause one of the biggest things I tell people is like, look, if you want to be around, you've got to stop telling people that everybody is your target market or that <laughs> i do everything like i'm oh, looking for anyone who <laughs> yeah i'm looking for anyone who is breathing or like the, the mary Kay people anyone who has skin n- no it's like <laughs> c- 
come on. Like, that's just, I mean, it's bad. That's not just Mary Kay. That's all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. So uh, that's a that's good, too. And I think that's good advice for everybody who's listening, too, is, you know, listen to what Jonathan's saying. Figure out, you know, what you enjoy, too. Because I feel like, at least from our interactions with you, is, you know, you do have a passion for that. And you do, like, I mean, you save people $750,000. That's a crap yeah. ton of money. Um, so that's... That's important, um, having the passion, but also being specific, too. All right, so we're going to do a, a couple of fun ones. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's all we have left, so. I'm ready for the fun. <laughs> well, it's not fun. We get to find out a lot about somebody whenever they answer these questions. So I'm just giving, like, a, a prelude here of just saying, like, you know, what you answer on these questions, will Christian will judge you. I will not. Christian will judge you. I will never. He would never do that. Mm-hmm. But, um, all right. So you obviously have Netflix, right? I do. All right. What is, if you have a current binge or if your most recent binge that you you finished and, you know, kind of got off of it, like what's your current binge right now with, with Netflix? So our, our current binge, we just burnt through the first two seasons of Ozark. Oh, okay. That's a recommended 98% match for me. How is it? I've, yeah, I've never watched it, but I've no? heard a lot about it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Kind of give us a 15-second synopsis here. What are we doing? So a so a financial planner and his partner start um, <laughs> laundering money for the cartel. And, um, Obviously. And some money disappears, and it just kind of builds on that over two seasons, and it's every day in their life is just... Hell. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. So, hmm, that reminds me of the the show, uh, dang it, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called Good Moms or Good Parents. Dang it, I can't remember the name of it. But basically, it, it sounds exactly like that a little bit, but there's these, these three moms, and they all have different issues. One of them, like, her husband's cheating on her. The other one is, like, a single mom, and she can't take care of her daughter and potentially have a custody issue. And the other one has a daughter who has... Um, some kind needs some kind of like heart or lung or something. So she needs money. So they all three were like, yeah, let's go rob this uh, grocery store. <laughs> so they robbed the grocery store, thought they were going to get $30,000. Like that's just minor stuff. Nobody's going to look at it. They ended up taking $500,000 oh, no. and they stole it through a money, money laundering company or a money laundering company. Yeah. Cause that's legal. Um, the, uh, it was like a, basically a drug dealer who was just doing some smart drug dealing uh but he was laundering the money through the grocery store and they found him or they the drug dealer found those ladies and so the whole story now is that they're like okay well we want this money and then they're like well crap now we're out of the five hundred thousand we're back to square one (laughs) he took all the money back so they start working with this guy too um is that a tv show or yeah it's a tv show it's a it's a series on on netflix But then the exact same thing happens is they lose that money, and so now they have to figure out ways. So it sounds like the Ozarks is like the the more mainly version of what happens on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I That's actually funny. enjoyed that show, too. It's like a Breaking Bad, and also there's another show called Weeds. That These are old shows, but they revolve around the same thing. It's like normal people dealing with drugs and they somehow get involved with, with yeah them. it's a the archetype or something i can't remember what it's called but that's why breaking bad was so successful is because people are like i can relate to that guy um not the not, not the meth part yeah. but that's a the ladies they were like we're suburban moms like nobody's ever gonna you know think that we're the ones who are doing this money laundering well and it's the, the i'll do whatever it takes to 
to help my family member, yeah. I think is how they kind of end up mm-hmm. in that situation. So. Mm-hmm. It, that's actually, yeah, with Walter White, he's like, look, I got to have some money for my kids. I'm about to die. Yeah. And yeah. Ozark, so, why did they, they do that? Growing your hair out? You're trying to change your identity? Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can edit that part out. <laughs> He's laughing, but he's not. He's not telling if yes or no. No, just uh, still just, waiting for the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. Gotcha. So, okay, to go back to that for a second, is this like a one of those? Um, what is it called? Like uh, where you believe something that's. Um, Oh, I can't think of what it is. So is it superstitious right now? So you're like, if I cut my hair, the Cowboys will never win the Super Bowl. But if I leave it long, then there's a chance that they can win the Super Bowl. Like, are you superstitious about that? Like, do you put it in a ponytail on Sundays and or? No? <laughs> I do not. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a little concerned that they're never going to win a Super Bowl. Okay, we have it here first, guys. <laughs> we had it first. They will. I mean, the '90s weren't that long ago. Oh, yeah, 96, I think. Or yeah, it yeah. was. So we're going on. I mean, it's been a couple of years. Yeah. I think, yeah, I was five or six when they won the Super Bowl. Five, actually. Wow. Yeah. So it's just a couple of years ago. Um, but, we're, you know, hopefully that will happen. Um, all right, cool. So now we know a little bit more about, about you for the, for the Netflix bench. And there was one other question I was going to ask you, but um, we didn't write it down, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. So. We're very well, we, candid. We burnt through. We burnt through Grey's Anatomy, all the all the series Grey's oh, Anatomy, gosh. and The Office last year too. Have you seen Parks and Rec? No, I don't. I liked Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec better than um, The Office. Have you seen Parks and Rec? Really? Okay. And that's what everybody told me. Is like, if you're going to watch The Office or Parks and Rec, you should watch Parks and Rec. Because it's like the same thing as The Office, the kind of like the monologue, kind of pull them to the side, cameras following you everywhere. Yeah, it's but, very similar to, to The Office, yeah. yeah. But I've never, I don't think I've ever seen all of The Office or Grey's Anatomy. I've seen a lot of Grey's Anatomy, thanks to Megan. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> yep. Um, I was going to say, <laughs> video shout out. Uh, but op- I've never seen like from start to end. The uh, Office, my, my daughter, my 16-year-old, says that The Office is kind of my sense of humor. So I like that that dry kind of. <laughs> I, I I like The Office. I think it's funny. Um, Parks and Rec was like I watched the first two episodes because they're only I like shows that are twenty minutes because then I can watch the whole thing. I just can't find myself unless it's really good to sit in front of a show for forty five minutes anymore. Thank goodness for Netflix. But yeah, I think the Parks and Rec it took a little while, but their humor is very similar too, and they're just so stupid that it's. Mm-hmm. It's funny and realistic. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> yeah. If you liked The Office, you'll like Parks and Rec. I'll just say that. And if you like, yeah, I don't think it's the other way around. Like, if you watch Parks and Rec first, it'll be harder to go to The Office than it is to, to go to the other one. Um, all right. So, anyway, back to business. Um, did you have anything? No. <laughs> okay. So, obviously, more importantly, guys, here, buy some health insurance. So, uh, Jonathan, how can our audience find out more about Brute Force Strategies? Uh, they can go to the website. Um, What's the website? We're going to link it up, but just... It's BruteForce.com. Okay. Um, well, you have a really cool domain, too. Yeah, you had a cool domain. Yeah, it's B-R-U-T-T. Oh, oh you have another one. Have oh, another one. I've got a couple of them. Okay. So, well, yeah, don't... TexasPPO.com. Okay. And then I also have SlashMyPremiums.com. Yeah. yeah, that one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. How'd like you come, did you come up with that? Yeah. Or? Nice. It was that dollar, book dollar, dollar ninety nine on GoDaddy. Nice. Dang. You should always purchase domains at domains.bitbranding.co, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but for real. Um, 
Awesome. All right. So what about any social or what's the best? LinkedIn's probably the best place for them to Link, find you? LinkedIn, they can find me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's search for Jonathan Bruto on LinkedIn and just let them know if you're requesting him, he'll probably approve it. If not, just be like, hey, I heard you guys on the marketing natives um, and he'll accept you. Yep, I even accept I even accept connections for other health insurance people. <clears throat> yeah, so. I think you were telling me before that another health insurance guy gives you a ton of business. Yeah, they do because you know a lot of them are you know captive agents, so they only have one product. So a lot of times they'll they'll call me and say, "Hey, I don't have something that's a good fit for this person." Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm able to help those people. Awesome. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode, special episode today with Jonathan Bruto from Brute Force Strategies, a good friend of ours, and hope you learned a lot. Um, and if you need any help with, help with health insurance, uh, make sure you give Jonathan a call, and um, I, I really think that he's going to be able to help you out. And if this is your first time listening, make sure that you subscribe, because then you get notifications. We will be back next week with a regular scheduled episode, and we keep you up to date with what's happening with social. So it is a timely episode. That's why it's important to subscribe, and we also like that. Um, and if you've been listening for a while, you should really give us a rating and review. We will start doing rating and review shout-outs. I've, I've seen this or heard this on other podcasts, but happy to give you a shout-out. You go leave us a rating and review. We will give you, and if you have a business, um, your business a shout-out on our podcast just for leaving one. So uh, make sure that you go do that, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 